This is The BS Show. And we have no idea what what we're we're doing. doing. (laughs) I'm Blaine. I'm Sharon. Welcome back to another episode. We are super excited about what we're going to talk about today. Oh, yes. It's going to be (laughs) puptastic. So about, I guess, a year and a half ago... Uh, I've since I've been in Augusta, I've wanted to do a dog event. Um, I have a huge passion for animals, so I was wanting to do something with my station um, related to animals. And randomly, this email came across about Love Pup, a family fest out in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is kind of the idea of what I want to do. Like a dog festival. Yes. And so we started looking, and it turned out it was another iHeart station. So we reached out and got connected with the Love Pup Foundation, which was started by John J. Van S., who um, is on a station out in Phoenix. And he and his wife rescue dogs. They Mm -hmm. bring them all in their home. It's an amazing, an amazing story. Um, And so we reached out to them. We made the connection. And it all kind of started coming together from there. Yeah, we got connected and kind of found out what exactly um, their foundation stood for, what they do how they help other rescues, and how the Family Fest worked, and then started planning it for here. And basically what they do is they bring a bunch of local rescues together um, and have this big festival. And the great thing about it is a lot of rescues, they try to do adoption events on their own, Mm -hmm. and it's not always a huge success. They keep going to the same places. They see the same people week to week. So... This is a great way to bring them into a new environment, Mm -hmm. put them in front of new people, um, and just have a really great time. Yeah. And uh, we had our first one back in November, and it was heaven for me. I mean, I was like in the midst of a bunch of puppies, and it was absolutely incredible. There's a wonderful um, farm here in Augusta that we were able to have the event at. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. The weather turned out, we were so afraid it was going to be super cold or rainy, and it turned out perfect. Perfect weather. Um, Couldn't have asked for a better day. And it's just, my passion for this is just continuing to grow. And Mm -hmm. there was a really great story from our first event. That is how... I got Macy. This is my favorite story. We, because it wasn't just (laughs) me. Um, So my son is like dog crazy. Like he's been asking for a dog for a couple of years. And I never grew up with dogs. So I was actually terrified of dogs as a kid. I mean, like I saw a dog and I went the other way. (laughs) And so um, I always told him, no, you know, like we're not going to get a dog. My parents had had a dog before I was born and it wasn't a good fit for them. Um, Not saying it was a bad dog, but... um, He was wild. His name was Einstein, (laughs) and he was an English bulldog, and he was just very aggressive. And my parents, you know, it just it didn't work together. And so, um, so I just never had a dog growing up, and wasn't really interested. But a lot of my change of heart came, you know, with you having your dogs and seeing how Christopher loves both of your dogs. I mean. Mm When he comes over, you know, what's the first thing he does when oh my he sees gosh. your dogs? He's like in, like on the floor, in the grass, like rolling around with the dogs. Yeah. Like doesn't even say hi to like <laughs> anyone else. Goes straight for the dogs. I'm not sure who gets tired first because he definitely wears, the, wears my two out. <laughs> yeah. 
and he'll he'll play with them for hours i mean non-stop so seeing how in love he was with your dogs and seeing okay you know like they aren't as scary as you know i thought dogs were when i was a kid and i wasn't terrified of dogs by the time you and i became friends but i just didn't have a lot of experience with them Mm -hmm. um not a lot of my friends had dogs that were like inside the house dogs like i have friends who have outside dogs yeah which kind of confuses me still mm-hmm. because like i want my dog next to me all the time mm-hmm. i mean i would bring her everywhere i go if i could but so watching that and then um going through the process of setting everything up for love pup really kind of changed my heart and so i decided to surprise christopher with a dog um i knew that he would be fine with really any kind of dog so i knew that i could surprise him with one and not have to worry about him being upset about anything about it so you know um i started doing things around the house to prepare (laughs) for it and he had no idea um he just thought we were fixing up our house like fixing the fence and clearing out the backyard and you know (laughs) all this and that and um so yeah i had planned i was gonna get you know, if we found the right match, of course, that we would get one at Love Pup. And so we had the opportunity to go out to Phoenix to mm-hmm. kind of see it in action before we did our first event. And I was already super excited and super passionate about rescuing animals, finding them great homes. But going out there really just like lit mm-hmm. a whole new fire. It was just amazing to watch all of these animals, you know, these dogs that have been in hoarding situations, these dogs that have maybe been abused or starved or whatever, and to find their forever homes and see mm-hmm. the joy on not only the person's face, but the dogs are just, you know, just so to happy. see them come to life. I mean, just with, I mean, for example, with Macy, you know, when you first got her, she was a little nervous. You could tell she oh, yeah. was so, she had so much that she was afraid of. Well, and from what I've been told, she was abandoned in a house while she was pregnant and so she was really mistreated and I don't even want to think about when the people were living there how she was treated like yeah you can tell you know she still gets really nervous around certain types of people um but she's let her guard down some in Mm -hmm. certain ways um but she's just a completely different dog around you guys because I know oh, yeah. when she first came home, her tail was kind of tucked. She oh, was yeah. very like I thought it was hesitant. permanently between her legs. Yeah, and now when I see her, she's like she looks smiling. like she's smiling. Her tail's <laughs> wagging. I'm like, this is a totally different dog yeah. than she was back in November. So that was like, you know, we saw that in Phoenix, and then we, you know, come back and we recreate this event, the first one on the east side of the mm-hmm. country, and it was amazing for a first time event you know you're always a little hesitant about how it's going to turn out and mm-hmm. i could not have been happier we had probably 10 to 12 rescues that showed up yep. lots of dogs i think almost all of them got adopted yeah um or at least had home visits scheduled um just a, a fun a different fun environment for rescues to bring mm-hmm. the dogs out to socialize because that's really important you know getting oh, them around yeah. other dogs getting them around other people um so it was just like a really cool experience. So we're going to do it again this year. Yep. Just Which, in a few weeks. <laughs> another cool thing was people brought their dogs out. And I noticed this in Phoenix too. But people brought their own dogs who maybe weren't looking to adopt, but they love dogs that they just wanted to bring them out to mm-hmm. something fun that their dogs were invited to. 
and all the dogs got along. Mm-hmm. Like everyone always worries, you know, dog fights or, you know, temperament. And I know that's still very much a real thing, but all these dogs were just happy to be out and about and, you know, sniff each other's butts <laughs> or whatever. And, well, I know you this know, is going to sound really naive, but I don't see people with aggressive dogs taking their dogs out. Not to, if to they're things like that. Not if they're good pet parents. Right. I mean, because to me, I'm like, I didn't bring my dogs because. It's not that they're aggressive. They just are very excitable. Right. And hard for me to handle. You know, I mean, they're both 90 pounds. So in an environment like that, they would be probably at first be super hyper jumping around. And they jump up on people sometimes when they're in an environment like that. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't bring mine because I just didn't want to have to, like, constantly be pulling on them, trying to get them, you know, calm down. Right. Probably by the end of the event, they'd be chill. But... You know, I know my dogs well enough to know that I wasn't going to bring them out. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if you're a good puppy parent, you know, you're not going to bring a dog into an environment like that to put right. any put your dog at risk and put anybody else's dog, anybody's kid. You know, so the stress on the dog alone would be it would be too much for even my dog who I got from the event. I mean, that was the first time they brought her out to any kind of adoption event, and she stayed, like, in her area. She didn't Mm -hmm. branch out from there. And I know that she would be well-behaved, but that would be overwhelming for her. Um, You know, I'm still trying to socialize her, and so I've taken her out for walks, and I know, okay, she does really well at this place, Mm -hmm. but if I take her to this area... It's too much for her still. And so, you know, you take baby steps to get there. Yeah. But it's all about knowing your dog and, you know, knowing how they react in different environments. Right. And you can kind of watch your dog, too, and kind of see. um, I mean, when I walk my dogs in the neighborhood, you know, we'll see like a cat or we'll see rabbits are really popular in my neighborhood for some reason. Um, And I can always kind of tell if my dogs are, you know, going to go after it or if they're you know afraid of it um we did have a situation where you know a dog came running up on us and my dogs got a little bit protective of me you know putting themselves which is what they're supposed to do Mm -hmm. um getting kind of low to the ground and the dog ran out in the street at us and so my dog kind of snapped at her but I mean I don't think she hurt her but in that moment she was doing what she you know we're in the street we're not in your yard the person whose yard it was they were out in the yard they saw us coming and they still left their dog free roaming in the front yard right you know I have a whole I could just do a whole nother podcast on being a responsible pet parent because I understand dogs get out of fences I've had that happen in my neighborhood where a dog has run up on us because of that but when you're standing there and you see somebody coming up and you know your dog's gonna run at them that's a whole nother you need to be responsible and get your dog out of that situation right but, yeah, I could go on a whole nother tangent on that <laughs> because I just believe in being a good pet owner. You know? Well, and, you know, I think that relates with parenting, too, like for people. Right. Um, Macy is very much part of our family. You know, she's kind of like another child. <laughs> um we call her the 80-pound cat because she replicates everything our cat does, which is pretty funny to watch, um, <laughs> the way she rolls around the floor. Or, I mean, like, she'll just sit there and watch the cat. And 
then like a few days later you see her doing what the cat was just doing so it's pretty funny um but going back to our like love pup event we are doing it in a couple weeks um it's a free event we just ask for um, pet supplies food treats toys cleanup items Mm -hmm. all of the donations go to the local rescues that show up so basically everything donated gets divided up so all the rescues get to go home with something and hopefully all the dogs they brought get adopted so that helps them clear out room so they can help dogs that they can help so um, i think it's kind of a win-win for everybody you get to go to this fun free event you get to help rescue dogs the rescues get donations and they get dogs adopted which is the entire point of the entire thing (laughs) Um, and it also, we have music, we have food, we have vendors, um, and it's at this beautiful farm. Oh, with yeah, which is so much fun. It's just an incredible event, um, and I only want to see it get bigger and bigger because, yeah. unfortunately, there are a lot of dogs in a lot of shelters. Um, I know one of one of the rescues that I've worked with recently, they are dealing with not having enough fosters, you know, because they are a foster-based rescue, which means... They have maybe 10, 12, I don't know how many people that foster for them, but they're all full. They're yeah. like, we need some help, you know, because they are housing these dogs in their own homes. Some of them have 9, 10, 11 dogs, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that's a problem because, I mean, and this could go again on a whole other tangent, I guess, because of the overcrowding in shelters, which is due to people not getting their pets spayed and neutered and, right. you know, just throwing animals out which breaks my heart you know so all this is like becoming a huge problem I know especially in this area Mm -hmm. um and I can only imagine you know across the country but that's the thing about love pup too is they um they help rescues all over the place they do they help they find these dogs and they help rehome them anywhere in Mm -hmm. the United States I mean they are based out of Arizona but I mean obviously they've started the foundation or the best here um but they do i mean they'll place dogs anywhere yeah you know if they feel like it's a good fit so um they're doing amazing things and i'm so proud to be part of that mm-hmm. and super excited about love pup 2019 yeah um and i hope we can keep this thing going yeah oh yeah i mean if i could take all the dogs now <laughs> it's funny two years ago i'd be like no never like yeah. you dog people are crazy and now i'm obsessed once you become a dog person I just, I can't imagine living life any other way. Oh, you know? I know. <laughs> I keep seeing the signs that say a house is not a home without a dog. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I honestly would have a house full of dogs if I could. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, it's not realistic. <laughs> but that's because you know your limits and you know that you want to give your dogs the best you can. And so you don't overdo right. yourself. Well, and that's like, you know, um, I kind of toyed around with the idea of fostering, which for me would be really hard because I get attached and I would want to keep them all. So a lot of foster fails would happen in my house. But also knowing Harley, who is the biggest baby, she we believe she was abused before we got her. She had a lot of issues with nervousness and peeing when she, you know, when we'd come in the house. Um, She's, you know, gotten a lot better, but I feel like she would be too jealous. Oh, yeah. Like, I think she would have a really hard time adjusting. Had I gotten another dog when she was a little bit younger, yeah, that might have been different. But um, I just don't think I'm in a position right now where it would be feasible and be good for them. Because Cody's getting a little older. 
he's kind of, you know, I call him my little old man because mm-hmm. he has his moments. He'll play like a puppy, and then the next day he's like, mm, don't mess with me. Yep. Um, so I just know, like, right now is not the time. No, but, but your heart is in the right place. And I think part of that is recognizing whether you can realistically do that right now or not. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's the thing is, like, you know, these people get a dog with the idea of, oh, this is going to be great. But there's a lot that goes into it. Just, for mm-hmm. example, with a puppy. If you get one that's, like, eight weeks old, it's not easy in the beginning. Right. I will vouch for that. I got Cody when he was about, I think he was about nine weeks old. And it was it was a good, solid year of, like, wanting to pull my hair out, loving him to death, and then crying because he was peeing in the floor. And, yeah. You know, like... It's, I guess it's like parenthood. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't have a kid, but you know, it's the ups and downs, you know, at the end of the day, I love him to death and it was totally worth it. But people get these animals and they're like, oh, this is going to be great. You know, and then you got to feed them. Yep. You got to let them out. You got to clean up messes, you know, and it's, it's a lot of work. Um, it's just like people that give their kids a puppy for Christmas. And then six months later, that dog's at a shelter because oh yeah, the kids aren't going to take care of it. And then the parents don't want to take care of it. So they just get dumped, you know, and it's it's a sad situation. So if you're thinking about pet ownership, I mean, I know I'm kind of preaching here, but it's something that's really it's near and dear long, to my heart. It's a long haul thing. It's it is, not a yeah. six month thing. I mean, you're getting this dog for however long. It's not you know. like a goldfish or a hamster. Right. Or, you know, they no require love, attention. That's why you were talking about people with outside dogs. Mm-hmm. Nothing against people that have outside dogs, but sometimes it hurts my heart because those dogs get neglected. They don't get the attention. Right. always that they need to have some in my neighborhood that stay in a pen that's barely big enough for them to walk around in yeah um and it breaks my heart because i'm like what happens when it's raining you don't want to go out and feed the dog because he's right. out there in the rain you know and so well, it's like even I, when if you know if i have to put macy in her crate like she gives me these <laughs> pretty big eyes and <laughs> she was already crate trained so i'm really thankful that you know she was already fairly housebroken and you know um for having a first dog like she was fairly turnkey if that makes sense um but I hate to put her in her crate because I'm like oh I just want to take you everywhere Mm -hmm. and you know um but if I leave her out like she tore up a few things when we first got her and I'm sure that was out of like anxiousness or you know just like maybe some anxiety Mm -hmm. because we weren't at home. Well, Not, she'd been abandoned before, yeah. you know, so you can only imagine like what's going on in her head. You right. Know? But I mean, it's sad to think about. Oh, yeah. But then when I come home <laughs> and I come around that corner to let her out, her ears get all like big and <laughs> wide. And like Christopher always talks about like her ears go like really big, almost like <laughs> Mickey Mouse. And she gets so excited. And you see her smiling. She could have been in her crate for 10 minutes. I mean, mm-hmm. I could have ran up the street and you come home and she gives you that look and oh, she's yeah. like, oh. I walk out to check the mail and come back in the house and the dogs are like, oh my God, you're here. Home. You know, yeah. I go in the bathroom and close the door and Harley sits out there and cries. And then mm-hmm. I open the door and it's like, oh my God, there you are. Yeah. it's. I mean, it's just amazing that the do- a dog is the only thing on this earth that's going to love you unconditionally. Yep. And all they want is that love. To please you. That attention. They want to please you. Um. I know Harley does some stuff sometimes, and I look at her, and I'm like, you better be so glad you're cute, because like, <laughs> I would not let anybody else get away with this. And she just looks at me like, yeah, I know. <laughs> My dogs are not spoiled. No, at all. not at all. Not at all. 
Um, but anyway, uh, if you are interested in the Love Pup Foundation, we'll definitely um, post some info in the show notes. Um, mm-hmm. and As well as on our Instagram. Yes. So um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast for future episodes. Um, and make sure you follow us on Instagram. At the BS Show Podcast. And we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks, guys.